Hello, my friend, and welcome to TFU News and Views. I am your host, Anthony Bercali, owner, operator, madman behind TFU.info, the website, the Toy Archive, this podcast, Transformers University podcast, and oh so much more. I want to welcome you to this uh, definitively newsy and viewsy <laughs> episode of TFU News and Views. Uh, I hadn't actually planned to do an episode, I just decided to fire up the mic. Um, there's a little bit of news. Uh, I opened a bunch of stuff, so I'll probably have some views on on some toys I've opened recently, and not all of them are new. Uh, but I figure, why not? Why not talk and just uh, have a good time and enjoy Transformers for a little while with you, my listeners. Uh, so let's let's start with the news. Uh, yesterday, as of this recording, Hasbro released official images of. Legacy Iguanas and Legacy Core Class Skywarp. Uh, and I have to say, that they're pretty sweet looking. I'm going to pull up those images right now, actually, of Iguanas. Uh, I'm really excited about the Iguanas figure. Um, I was a little bummed to see use Core Class. Um, I feel like I should have known that to begin with. But uh, overall, uh, it just needs to see him in that form uh really well done too the sculpting looks really cool um you know at a ten dollar price point i've I've really come to enjoy the core class figures Uh, i've been opening a few of them lately and we'll talk about that in a little bit and uh i'm not usually one for the smaller scale but i see what they're doing here and look hasbro ultimately is going to reintroduce all the major characters in core class i think uh, as they're doing it uh, already so uh, expect <laughs> you know expect bumblebee at some point expect uh the rest of the seekers so we get, we're gonna probably get thundercracker and we'll probably get a three-pack cone head somewhere and oh i would not be surprised uh if we start going down that road of grimlock and uh well we're getting a shockwave right uh it, it just feels like they're gonna they're gonna tread as much of that path as they can at that scale and if they do Grimlock, they'll do the rest of the Dinobots. And then and then it's open season, basically, right, for Autobot cars and odd Decepticons. But you know what? If they do pretenders all at this scale, uh, shell forms that become vehicles, uh, I am in. I am definitely in. Uh, I think this Iguanas is really, really neat looking. Um, you know, I'm trying to figure out the recolor, repaint potential. I mean, obviously, you could do... Beast Wars Iguanas or Beast Wars Transmetal 2 Iguanas out of this uh, uh, with just a simple probably head swap. Uh, the other one uh, I see just looking at the the motorcycle alt mode and the um, uh, the way the wheels sit on the shoulders, if you smooth out uh, this engineering, and it would just be basically stealing the engineering but probably all new parts, would be Cybertron Ransack, uh, uh, which you know feels like a part of partially a focus with legacy and the rumor of the velocitron uh stuff coming later this year from walmart so gotta say really really excited about core class iguanas um i know i saw a little chatter online that people wanted pretenders with a shell and um you know why would why would hasbro do a transforming shell instead of doing the inner robot Uh, as someone who owns all of the first year pretenders i gotta say inner robots for the most part suck <laughs> and that's that is just really really um I, I don't even display them i have them all in the shells look at them now the decepticons clearly have all the better shells as the autobots are all just funny looking humans uh i will be all in on a groundbreaker that transforms into davy jones from the monkeys uh if you haven't looked i tweeted it out to uh do a side-by-side of davy jones and 
uh, G1 Groundbreaker shell. Uh, they, they are pretty much uh, the same person. But the Decepticons, they, aside from Iguanas, they've got Bugly, uh, they've got Skullgrin, they've got, you know, later on they'll have Bludgeon and Thunderwing. And uh, I guess the reason I bring those guys up, no, but I mean even Bomb Burst, uh, trying to look off in the distance at my Decepticon pretenders, uh, all of those would make great, great toys at this scale with that kind of detailing. And, and get decent alt modes, or get alt modes that they really didn't have to begin with because the alt modes on um, Pretenders is a lot of usually just folding the legs somewhere and laying it on its back. I, I don't quite get the 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 outrage uh, or the outcry uh, around uh, Pretender shells that transform. It's not like Hasbro hasn't done this a whole bunch before. I brought up Thunderwing and Bludgeon. They did it with both of them. Um, yes, Thunderwing shell transformed, but no one cares about that in a robot, really, right? Um, because how he appeared in the comics was his shell, and uh, that's kind of where the character became endeared to people. But yeah, I think about how how cool would it be to see like one of these every wave or every other wave. Um, and you know, Hasbro has done, like I said, they've done these transforming pretender shells before. They've done Bludgeon. They've done um, Thunderwing. They've done Skullgrin. Uh, in in the generations line, and, and that's a, a fairly neat toy unto itself. Uh, so I'm I'm happy to see the other pretenders get a get a crack here. Even they, they even did uh, Black Shadow, which is Thunderwing's uh, uh, Japanese uh, counterpart, uh, as a recolor of Thunderwing, and then as his own mold in uh, Titans Return, uh, which never got a Thunderwing repaint, uh, and really should have. <laughs> um, so there you have it, right? So this is something that's been done many times before. And uh, I, I rather see Hasbro play with these unique designs and these shells than these, you know, fairly boring rectangular robots that most people, uh, myself included, um, can identify without my website uh, because uh, pretender shell robots are kind of generic on their own. Now, the other outcry uh, around <laughs> is around Skywarp. Now, as someone who just recently opened the Core Class Starscream mold, um, I got to say, I'm, gonna, I'm holding it right here. Uh, this toy on its own, this toy on its own is just great. Uh, it, it, it is a neat Core Class figure, super posable. Let me give you a little mini review here while I play with it. Um, and I, I have to say... Uh, it's got a, a fairly um, innovative transformation for for a toy this small, um, and um, something. It's got a lot of different uh, uses of things for what is the seeker mold. Um, it's got a fake fake cockpit on the robot mode, which um, you know I I usually don't like the faux parts, but uh, it doesn't bother me here. It really doesn't. Um, all right, I gotta. I'm playing with it. I'm like, how do I do this? Yeah, I'm like, oh yeah, the wings swing around. The wings swing around on this thing. How cool is that? Um, anyway, uh, it's a great little toy. It's certainly very fun to play with and fiddle with, as I'm doing uh, right now. While well, I probably shouldn't be doing while I'm uh, trying to record a show, but um, it's great. And the conjecture around Skywarp or the um, the bus around Skywarp that uh, is somewhat negative is that he doesn't come with his arm cannons. I've seen people call them null rays. They're not null rays. Starscream has the null rays. Uh, there's there is a, a term I've seen tweeted out of what it they're actually called from his tech spec, but it's not null rays. So we, 
we'll go with arm cannons just for for ease of use. Um, I, I'm fine with him coming with this weird grippy uh, beam weapon. Uh, that doesn't bother me at all. The arm cannons missing doesn't bother me at all. And if you really want arm cannons for him, uh, I did tweet out a picture of this as well. Uh, Twitter at TFU or underscore info uh, of the core class Starscream with Combiner Wars Legends class. I can't remember how these were back then. Combiner Wars Legends class Skywarp, which is the small scale Skywarp, basically what what is now core class. Um, and those weapons fit from one from one to the other. So if you really want arm cannons, there are black arm cannons out there. Now they're not an exact match to G1. They're not an exact match to um, the Starscream toy that came out. But they do work on the figure, and you can probably find one of those figures for fairly cheap. And that that's all the <laughs> that's all the Transformers news right now, um, and that's fine because, like I said, I, I've said in, on a podcast I was on, I was on Mike Cybert's uh, podcast, Mike Cybert Radio. Uh, once again, check it out. I, there's a two part episode of, of of conversations with me and Mike, and one of the things I mentioned is uh, he mentioned how much he liked news and views, and and I always say there's the news is done. Uh, there's other people who do the news, and they uh, do it much more efficiently. And uh, much more regularly than I do. So I try not to do the news. But um, he mentioned how much he liked the views part of News and Views. So with that in mind, as I'm clicking away at putting this star screen back into robot mode, um, you know, my fingers are just much too big to uh, to this play with this size class. Um, but that's okay. Uh, here we go. Uh I will give you some views on some toys I've opened recently. And I've, I'm, I've got a massive backlog of stuff to open. And that's not bragging. That's just uh, me saying that I, I do pick up a lot of stuff. And <laughs> I I don't get the time to open it or enjoy it the way I would like. So it, it tends to sit until I get fed up of things sitting around and then go, okay, I'm going to open five toys tonight and do that for a couple nights in a row. And so I've opened a bunch of stuff, Transformers and non-Transformers. And I think... I am going to uh, give you my thoughts on them. What did I open other than Core Class Starscream? Find out right after this. Hey, want to help out this podcast or the website tfu.info? There's a number of ways you can do it. Let me tell you how. You can help us directly by joining our Patreon and enrolling as a student at Transformers University. There, you'll get early access to the podcast as well as exclusive behind-the-scenes peaks and perks. For as little as one dollar a month sign up is quick and easy just swing on by to www.patreon.com tfu info another way you can help us is by using our amazon link www.tfu.info amazon type that into your browser whenever you want to shop at amazon and a portion of what you spend will be contributed back to us it's that easy finally don't become the world's longest-running transforming toy archive without some help from other fans. We're always on the hunt for photos of figures and accessories we're missing from our pages. If you'd like to contribute, go to tfu.info help for a list of what we need or send an email to info at tfu.info. tfu.info, the alpha trion and omega prime of transforming toys. Now, back to the show. All right, so what did I open? If you've been following my Twitter, you might you might see some of the stuff here, and I and I, I didn't photograph everything I post I opened. So uh, uh, if you're a regular follower of my Twitter account at tfu underscore info, uh, you might not 
might not see everything I've opened recently, but uh, I, I will give you the, the some of them, and I, they're going to be from multiple lines, uh, all sorts of Transformers lines, I think, uh, because I do really appreciate some of the lesser publicized lines. Uh, there's going to be some uh, relatively older stuff, stuff that's probably a year or so old uh, that I opened. And uh, I will say this about toy reviews in general. I don't like doing toy reviews. Um, I hate doing toy reviews. Um, my, my, my issue with toy reviews is this. Um, I, I just want to know if the toy is fun. Um, and sometimes I, I might need a clarification on the instructions. But overall, I, I feel toy reviewers as a whole... Um, either point out things that are very obvious, uh, especially when it comes to action figure reviews. I've noticed that looking up some things for some of the stuff I've opened. Um, you know, uh, if you're going to point out every elbow and knee joint, uh, you're, you're just filling time. Uh, the other thing I would say is that um, I feel like toy reviewers, after a while, start looking for problems instead of looking for positives. Uh, and, and I feel like there are times... And there are times in this fandom, and this goes back to enjoying things, um, when things are, are unnecessarily blown out of proportion. Uh, I'll give you a, a case in point. Uh, one of my personal pet peeves, people complaining about hollowness, uh, hollow parts in Transformers. Uh, generally speaking, it's used to hide stuff later on. Uh, it's it's usually part of the transformation. And I'm not saying that that's always the case. And I'm not saying that some people's concerns aren't uh, well-founded. But overall, it's one of those things that just kind of... Uh, it always feels like a needless complaint. Okay, the toy feels hollow. Okay, is it because it makes it feel light and then makes it hard to stand? Is that the issue? Or are you just complaining about hollowness because you found a hollow spot? So with those in mind, uh, I just want to point out that, that that's one of those things that uh, I, I tend to find um, tricky about watching toy reviews and part of why I don't produce toy reviews because I don't necessarily want to go down that road. I want to know that, uh, Hey, look, I bought something and it's fun and here's why it's fun or here. What, here's why it's not fun. Uh, and, and that's about it. Uh, you know, that's, that's usually my point, uh, to things. And we will start, I think with, uh, let's see, well, who am I holding here? I'm holding kingdom Voyager class, Tigatron, Toy of the Year for 2021, uh, according to Hasbro, uh, which was funny because I, I don't know many people that actually got it in 2021. So I'm not sure how it won that vote, but but it did. And I have to say, it's um, it's it's a beautiful representation of Tigatron. The face sculpt is fantastic. There's some neat paint spray that kind of uh, splits the difference between the white Japanese coloring of the figure, uh, which dominates the robot mode and the sandy creamy color of the beast mode which is much more like the original u.s release of the toy so there's a nice combination here uh he's got a tail whip which doesn't i mean uh, the original toy had it too but uh um yeah i don't know the, the accessory doesn't really work well for me the guts gun looks great it's a shame it doesn't really store well in in beast mode uh, because it doesn't replace like his stomach as the original toy did. It just sits on his stomach. But the robot mode is gorgeous, uh, and and the transformation is is fairly intuitive, fairly fun. I know it's 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 meant to be an upscale of the Cheetor 
mold, and I haven't played with my Cheetor mold. Actually, I, I did open Shadow Panther, and yeah, it's probably about the same, right? Um, you know what? I, I didn't really compare the two when I was messing around with them. So, but it just overall, uh, as someone who likes Tigatron molds and uh, has a bunch of Tigatrons, this one is uh, is pretty great, uh, and and I am super super satisfied with it. You know what? Staying in Kingdom, I did open. Uh, Kingdom Slammer, the little little tank that could, and I haven't transformed him back into robot mode yet. But but just the the square boxy tank mode, uh, it really does give me nostalgia vibes uh, to Metroplex and and having having Metroplex as a kid. Uh, the thing I remember about my Metroplex, and I still have it, uh, is that I do have all the parts, and I bought it, we bought it used at a flea market. Not like used open, it was in the box, but the box was definitely open, but I even have um, Scamper's gun. Uh, but but Slammer, it's it's neat. Uh, it's a neat uh, reinterpretation of the toy, and, and giving the character a robot mode. Um, it... It's it's certainly great as as I guess you would call it a weaponizer, right? Um, and based off of the modulator that it's supposed to come off of, which I think was, I want to say Airwave. Uh, I, I was on that Hasbro call, and I don't remember which one they said, but there's no trace of <laughs> of that figure here. I think it's just the waist piece is the one piece that's the same. Uh, overall, I can't wait to dig my uh, my generations Metroplex out of storage and and pop this on it and kind of get that full feel. And I have to find my six gun, which is also in storage and kind of make a, a family photo. But overall, pretty cool. Uh, neat robot mode. And, um, you know, the tank turret lifts, which is nice. It doesn't really spin, uh, at least not naturally. Uh, so you don't really get the, uh, you can't really, really emulate the, the scene from Transformers the movie with it. But, uh, Overall, uh, pretty cool. I'm, I'm wondering what they're going to uh, redeco this into, uh, if at all, uh, because I mean it's parts former, so you can definitely swap out parts. Uh, uh, I'm looking forward to, to seeing what what this becomes. But as a square fun tank, uh, I dig it. I dig it. And you're going to hear me say that a lot because uh, <laughs> it's hard for me to dislike a toy. So moving next to that, like I said, core class Starscream. Looking at that, really. Really dig that. I'm just looking at what's in front of me here. Uh, I got some Cyberverse stuff. I got an Authentics figure in front of me that I just opened up, and that was Authentics Ratchet. Um, you know, for for six bucks for a seven dollar figure, this thing is pretty pretty good. Um, the, the leg transformation is pretty innovative for something this small. It's got like these two panels that flip around from the back to the front, and then lock into place, and then the rest of it kind of folds up into a box. But um, it's such a it's a neat take on on such a small and cheap figure you hear me clicking around with it uh, it's certainly very satisfying in terms of the transformation because after you uh fold it up there's a there's a leg slide that needs to happen uh to, to kind of square up the box vehicle mode and speaking of ratchets in the small scale I also have a i don't even know what they call these anymore one step changers um cyberverse ratchet and he's got the futuristic uh vehicle mode which is neat because I, I don't i can't remember if they've ever done really a Cybertronian vehicle mode for Ratchet outside of Siege. Um, and this this is really nice. He's got these blades. It's it's a one-step transformation. He's got this big-ass backpack <laughs> that 
Um, I could see people probably having issue with. I, I kind of have issue with it, but I, you know what? For for what it is, it's it's fine. Um, again, it forms into this this uh, truck uh, ambulance with the floaty wheels. Uh, it's certainly better than a lot of the uh, the Cyberverse. Uh, you know what size class you call those? The the small non they transform but like halfway. Uh, figures uh they're below they're like the smallest level cyberverse these are these are really this one's really nice um big square truck and it's actually about exactly the same size as the authentics figure so as far as vehicle mode goes uh it's got a nice little heft uh to to the size now just going off of what i have on the table here another thing i got here which is a lot of fun uh, and it's a new character and we're going to jump over to cyberverse uh, a little more uh and it's one that's been sitting in my drawer. It's been on sale on Amazon a bunch of times. And if you could pick it up, I highly recommend it. It is Battle Call Wild Wheel. Now, if you're familiar with the Cyberverse show, Wild Wheel is a uh, Decepticon uh, gunslinger. <laughs> he's got a cowboy hat. He's got he's got pistols. Um, his his episode was pretty good. But the toy really emulates that. I mean, his toy has the cowboy hat, which stows on the back of the figure, too. So um, it actually stores in vehicle mode, and uh, he doesn't always have to wear it, uh, unlike some of his other armor, which <laughs> uh, doesn't store very well in robot mode unless you want to use his armor. But the Battle Call figures have this neat gimmick where they have a switch that turns on a light, and the light is sound reactive. So the louder you talk or, or call or yell at the figure, the uh, uh, different things the light does. Uh, it blinks or glows brighter. Uh, it reacts to your voice a little. Uh, such a neat feature. This is something they should put into a wheel jack. Put it in his head and allow people to talk as wheel jack. Um, these are the kind of things. Put it in the head and allow eyes to glow and change color as, as you're talking and reacting. Uh, that would be a neat feature. I don't know if uh, you could do that and, and hide the LED very well, but uh, this this is really neat. Um, now, Wild Wheel on a whole, and I, the other reason I opened this figure, there's a Twitter account I'm following called Wild Wheels Hat, where uh, there's a fan who I don't know his name, I don't know where he lives, but he tries to put Wild Wheels Hat on various figures from Transformers throughout the ages, and it's incredibly amusing. So be sure to check out Wild Wheels Hat on Twitter. And uh, I actually sent sent him some pictures of, of I just opened this figure the other day. So I have uh, put it on Unicron, put it on Unicron's Dolphin. Uh, and if you know my Twitter account, you know my Unicron uh, has summoned you here for a porpoise. And that porpoise uh, does wear Wild Wheels Hat very well. Uh, the alt mode, he turns into a car. It's it's a kind of a generic futury car. But the other cool thing about Wild Wheel, one, he's got a molded bandolier on his chest. That's that's neat. Um, there's a lot of neat little things about him. He turns into a car. He's brown. How many brown Transformers are there, really? And I don't even mean like 10. I mean like he is mahogany, you know, rich leather books, uh, <laughs> brown. And uh, he also has two pistols that stow in molded holsters on his thighs. Um, I can't even tell you where there's a transformer that does that. Uh, so he's got that quick draw kind of uh, feature built into him. Uh, you can't really do a quick draw. And the, and the weapons are five millimeters, so you can actually you can cheat those over to you know your regular transformers, your mainline stuff, and they're clear, so they're super cool looking. And then his armor 
Um, it's got two like armor fins, like spoiler pieces, and the main chest armor that puts a puts a mask over his face too, which is which is really a lower lower half mask, which uh, protects him from COVID. And uh, if you're not going out masking up, uh, you should be. So please uh, keep everyone safe by wearing a mask, just like Wild Wheel. The other pieces though have that small port. I don't know what size it is. I, I don't want to say it's three millimeter, but it's smaller than five. Um, but it's the same size port that the core class figures use. So you can actually take these um, energon colored kind of wings and, and snap them onto core class figures. So uh, there you have it. Uh, and probably older uh, uh, legend scale figures too. If my combiner wars uh, sky warp is any indicator. All right. What else do we have on the table? I opened another battle call figure uh, prior to wild wheel. And that was bumblebee. And again, Neat figure. He comes with a piece I'm going to drop. Uh, he comes with armor pieces and a sword and, and a full helmet uh, chest piece. The chest piece that adds a helmet to him. Um, you know, look, it's another bumblebee. He turns into a car. Uh, other than the, the battle call gimmick, um, you know, he's kind of forgettable. Uh, it's enjoyable. Uh, like, if you want to experience the battle call gimmick, there's, there's no going wrong with the bumblebee. Um, but they're because there's other characters that have gotten kind of one off of like, this is their only figure or they only have one or two figures. Uh, you may want to skip Bumblebee, but, uh, but if you're a Bumblebee completist or, uh, you just want to collect all the battle call figures, there's certainly nothing wrong, nothing wrong other than him being plain. But however, his accessories comes with this giant blue clear plastic sword, uh, which means it will take some light through it. Uh, if you have a figure like say laser rod, Optimus prime or, or one of those figures where you can, pop this five millimeter piece into their hand and, and light it up. I'm just going what's on my desk in front of me. And the only other thing on my desk in front of me is a GI Joe. And that is the new alley Viper figure, which I happened to stumble on in the store and they must've put out an entire case because there were like four alley Vipers and four bats. And I had just ordered the bat the day before from Hasbro pulse. So I skipped on the bat um, and just went alley Viper. I could have army built, um, I'm trying so hard not to troop build uh, with GI Joe um, because at 20 bucks a clip, I, I just can't can't bring myself to to do that. Um, plus, I want to leave some out there for other collectors. I, I know scalpers are probably just going out and grabbing them, but um, with how hard this line is to find, especially how hard vipers are to come by, usually um, I, I have no need to to take a whole bunch off of shelves. Um, I, I think I'm troop building on the, um, I'm going to think of it. I think I did order, uh, pre-order two of each of the Python patrol guys, but that's because that's a, that's a sub line of GI Joe that I really love. And I plan on, uh, at least having two and troop building off of those. But I got to say, um, this is my first Viper, uh, Cobra kind of like generic I've opened. Um, so far I've opened only a handful of GI Joes and I'm just looking off in the distance, uh, storm shadow, uh, Cobra Commander, Profit Director, Destro. Um, there may be one other Joe floating around here that I've opened. Uh, haven't opened Snake Eyes yet. Haven't opened. Yeah, I think that that might be all of it. So this is only like the fourth Joe I've opened. And I have to say, uh, he is loaded with accessories, which is really cool. Um, he's got knives. He's got multiple guns, both with removable clips. That really is a, a neat feature. He's got a leg holster with, with a pistol in it. He's got a grappling hook uh, with no string. But uh, it looks like there are string ports on both uh, the gun and the hook, uh, so that and the, and the hook is removable from from the uh, the actual firing weapon. 
Um, he's got the mask. Uh, overall, uh, without getting into the, the silly details of, of all the joints, uh, and you know, the, other than that, uh, all really cool. Also, the shield is on um, on a turn. Uh, I don't know if you would call this, but uh, the shield rotates. So you can, you, once you attach the shield, you can leave it straight up and down, or you can turn it uh, to match his arm, flip it around, do all sorts of, of crazy combinations. With it. So uh, I would say if, if you're into Joes, especially ones that are in uh, bright colors and, and just uh, loaded with accessories, uh, definitely pick up the Alley Viper. All right, so I grabbed a few more figures from my table of stuff I've opened recently. Mostly Transformers. Uh, you know, we'll start with the non-Transformer, just to uh, um, not get it out of the way, but because uh, I figure, like, we're coming off the G.I. Joe stuff. This is an interesting one to talk about. Uh, it is uh, Power Rangers uh, Ranger Slayer. Uh, now, I know nothing about this character. I um, I really don't know much about Power Rangers as a whole. Uh, this is actually my first Power Rangers figure. Hasbro sent this to me, so thank you to Hasbro for the, uh, the free toy. And got to say... Uh, I, I kept it for a couple of reasons. One, I just thought it looked cool. I like the colors, the pink, black, and white. Um, I like keeping pink figures around because my daughter gravitates towards them. So um, if she wants to play with something, I don't feel like, uh, one, it's Power Rangers finger. I don't care. So she can throw it all over the place, and that's fine. And then two, um, if she sees something she wants to play with and and, and the color appeals to her, uh, I, I, I want to encourage her to, to certainly mess around with stuff that is around uh, at her eye level <laughs> uh she is very much in love with my uh cyberverse deluxe rc uh grabs it all the time uh actually calls it hers <laughs> and uh, uh and then tells me her favorite color is pink she's also very drawn to purple figures so uh uh shockwave is another one she loves to grab so uh part of the reason i kept this and opened it is because uh i remember being at the hasbro toy fair announcement when they were gonna announce this i was like that looks pretty cool she's got this crossbow she's got this like energy beam thing um and just the the deco was really cool looking so i um glad hasbro sent it to me it's got this neat cape um she doesn't seem to hold her accessories very well uh that's the one thing that that kind of bugs me about this um, especially when it comes to this energy arrow that comes with her crossbow. Um, other than that, uh, sweet sculpt. Uh, I like it. Uh, and, uh, I think the cape is really what sold me. I got this cape comes off around the neck. I, I might try putting that on some other figures. Maybe, uh, maybe we'll throw it on Peter Venkman and then, uh, see, <laughs> see how that works out or on the alley Viper. Actually, Ooh, it might look cool on the alley Viper. I'm going to try that out later, uh, and tweet out a picture. All right, back to transformers. What do we got here? So I got uh, the Golden Disc uh, Collection jackpot with, uh, yeah, he's kind of got a, a misshapen head, a bunch of like most people uh, who have it. Uh, other than that, uh, I, I'm one who really likes the studio series Jazz Mold. Um, uh, I think it's it's fun. I think it's, you know, super posable. And, uh, you know, look, it's not going to be better than the, than the reveal the shield jazz uh, that mold is a classic for a reason um but this certainly is a modern modern take as a version without door wings uh as a it's 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 great uh it comes close and uh, i like the idea of action master figures that transform so if hasbro's doing more of these right we're getting mainframe uh we got mainframe really with with the arc i can't imagine we're not getting mainframe in his standard colors at some point but okay, we've got mainframe, we've got jackpot. Um, 
we've gotten Croc uh, in recent years. We've gotten um, we a good tread shot. That would be awesome. Um, the one I really want, though, is Skyfall. Uh, Skyfall is just a really cool-looking action master. I would love to see that one done up uh, with, a, with a vehicle mode uh, for sure. Sticking with a studio series, another one I opened just recently, and and shows you how deep my backlog goes. Uh, studio series Blur, and I, I heard people not liking this figure, and I'm not entirely sure why. The only complaint I have visually about this figure is the head sculpt. Um, not not really uh, thrilled about the likeness. I feel like it doesn't really get his his face right. Uh, he's got this giant jaw. Uh, like the shape of the head is right, but the, the the shape of the face doesn't feel right. Other than that, um, I I mean he he's got a really and, and I I have a I have an attachment I think to Blurs as that was one of the figures one of the characters that brought me back to the franchise back in in um, eighty seven around the return of Optimus Prime where I really kind of got back into it. You know what he's he's posable enough. He's got a little bit of a backpack. Uh, I like the the arm accessory. Vehicle mode is 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 fine. Uh, I don't know if it accurately 100% gets the vehicle mode, but I'm really drawn to the G1 Toys vehicle mode. Uh, it'd be neat if he had the shield, uh, but again, toy cartoon version doesn't cartoon version doesn't really have that. But uh, I don't really see what the the major knock is on this figure. He's, he's again, I mean this the engineering on the current figures in both studio series and and generations. I mean, let's face it, they're all just Really well done action figures that happen to transform into really, you know, solid vehicles. Now, on the flip side of that, <laughs> uh, another figure I opened just recently. Uh, and again, I, I, I'm going to grab one that I haven't opened. Hold on. I grab, I have a Cyberverse Megatron here that I haven't opened yet. And I'm trying to remember what this size class is called. Scout class. There we go. Um, uh, this is the Cyberverse Scout class. Uh, I opened up Windblade. And, and the, my issue with the scout class uh, is that they don't really have vehicle modes, right? So Windblade transforms into this. Um, it's got a neat waist swivel that, that flips her around 90 degrees because it's not a full, uh, it's not at her waist. It's cut at an angle in, in her midsection um, and allows her to transform into a gerwalk mode or jerwalk mode. I don't know how you say that. I'm not really a Robotech person either. But uh, whatever that's called, uh, where you have a, a plane that's walking, that's what she does. And it it doesn't, you know, <laughs> it releases this neat feature of these blades in her wings, if I can get them to pop. Um, and she walks around like a, you know, a plane chicken, but, you know, it doesn't really have a natural vehicle mode. But on the flip side, as an old Gene 1 person, like, you can just as easily fold up the legs and, and flip them behind her and pretend it's a plane. I mean, as a kid, that's what I would have done. And that's perfectly fine. The robot mode's really good. And since I'm trying to remember if there was a deluxe class, um, not deluxe class, but a warrior class uh windblade because of, of any character that really deserved a deluxe class figure from cyberverse windblade was one of them and especially since she is the majority of that first season when bumblebee needs an adult and 
they didn't really do that version of Windblade Justice. But this figure in its robot mode is fantastic. Uh, so if you don't plan on transforming it, you just want one to kind of pose around. And again, the scale is is what it is, but probably works really well with a Metroplex or uh, an Iaconis, another figure that I haven't opened yet, but uh, I probably should get get around to doing soon. Um, I think you know that'll scale pretty well, and it, it's just uh, she's got bendable knees, uh, she's got shoulder articulation, head articulation. I think. Let's see. Nope, no head articulation. But uh, you know, just as as a quick, cheap five dollar toy, she's certainly not bad. I've opened some other toys recently, but I think I'm going to wrap it up there. Uh, I don't necessarily have any strong opinions uh, about a lot of these. Uh, just looking, uh, let's see, Kingdom Tracks. Uh, I don't hate it as much as most people do. I think it's, it's perfectly fine. Uh, reissue Rat Trap. Uh, yeah, he's reissue Rat Trap. <laughs> um, Studio Series Slug with Daniel. Uh, what a great toy. If you can find the leader class Dinobots, and I don't know how readily available they are anymore. I haven't opened Grimlock, but I've heard good things. Um, that is one. Uh, that's That slug figure is just awesome. I finally opened my Earthrise Quintessons. Um, yeah, don't don't waste your time trying to transform it. But uh, uh, otherwise, it is great. I never thought we'd have Quintessons that look this good uh, and were official. Uh, Cyberverse Ramjet was a little bit of a letdown, but uh, a nice new take on the character and, and the color scheme. Uh, I thought the, the parts are 5mm, so I was playing around putting them on other versions of Ramjet, uh, and they don't they don't really match color-wise, and they don't really match uh, aesthetically. But uh, um, So it led me to realize like this is really good, wholly new incarnation of Ramjet. Like, it's close enough to be the original, but it's, it's a nice reimagining. And uh, let's see, Deluxe Class, Thunder Howl. Um, all the Cyberverse Deluxe Classes uh, that I've opened. Uh, Slug also in that group. Um, pick them up. Cyberverse Deluxe is is a great, great series of toys. Uh, every one I've opened has been thoroughly enjoyable. Even the Megatron and the, and the Bumblebee and Optimus. For characters that we've probably gotten a million times, and more importantly, and, and it's a shame because they've they've taken these pieces out of the later versions of these characters. I finally built McAdam from from Cyberverse, uh, everyone's favorite bartender in that universe, and I I love it. <laughs> I love that I love it's a build a figure. We haven't had one of those since 2006's uh, Transmutate, and just overall, he. Um, chunky he doesn't transform he comes with a weapon but uh again new characters new looks on old uh ideas and 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 he is not really an old idea um i don't know if we ever see mcadam in in the marvel uk run i'm reading it for transformers university so i will find out along with you if you're following along on transformers university but uh just overall he is uh neat that he even exists and I think that's that's enough views from me. So I think I'm going to wrap up this episode uh, right here. Uh, once again, I want to thank you for joining me on this podcast, on the website, on the Toy Archive, on the Patreon, patreon.com slash TFUinfo. Uh, and, and big shout out and thank you to um, all my patrons, all the people who, who help keep the site going, uh, help keep this podcast going, uh, and and just everyone who uh, has always been so so nice and positive in this uh, Transformers fan community. 
Once again, I am Anthony Bercali, owner-operator at Matt behind TFU.info. We got new Transformers University coming soon. Uh, potentially more news and views as news breaks. Till next time, see ya. Want to be on the show? Leave us a voicemail at 702-763-4838. That's 702-POD-4TFU. Or send an email to info at tfu.info. Be sure to catch us on Twitter at TFU underscore info and on Facebook and Instagram under the username TFU info, all one word. Also, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash TFU info, where we post all of our podcasts plus special video segments, reviews, and live coverage of Transformers-related events such as New York Toy Fair and New York Comic Con. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please visit us at www.tfu.info, the world's longest-running transforming toy archive.